Hey, I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. And this is The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. We are breakup coaches here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the May Happy Hour episode. Yeah. Hey, Claire, it's so good to see you. I feel like we have, so we've seen each other and yeah. talked a ton, but we haven't recorded in like, in a, like week. a week. Yeah. Which it's is been very so crazy. rare for us. It's very rare. It has been crazy. Yeah. So, Janice, that's me, has moved house. Yeah. <laughs> and that has taken up a lot of time. Claire mm-hmm. helped me, mm-hmm. uh, which was really lovely. We had a fancy dinner the other night, but Hi. because of what moving house entails, we haven't uh, recorded. We've had to push yeah. off a few things, which I'm really grateful to have a wonderful uh, podcast partner who's happy to do that. So yeah, it, it is different though. I have to say, having not recorded in a week. It, yeah, like, especially the week before we recorded like three, three or four times. It was like <laughs> a busy, busy week and then yeah. no recordings. It, right. was, it felt a little weird. So we're glad to That's be back. So yeah. And also um, we're really dedicated to our listeners. That's why we record sometimes three times in a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we are here for a special weekend moving can I even say birthday happy hour yeah. episode? <laughs> um, because dear listeners, uh, by the time you hear this, um, my birthday will have passed my birthday tomorrow. Um, so this is <laughs> exciting. And so I don't think we will have revealed what movie we're doing. Should we do a no. little drum roll? <laughs> what movie are we talking about tonight, Claire? Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> It Which, had to happen. It had to happen. We're just getting it out of the way. And I was like, don't worry, Janice. It's definitely better than Twilight. <laughs> uh, it. And now I'm eating my words, having rewatched the two of them in close succession. And oh we God. do believe that Twilight is better than Fifty Shades. I would watch Twilight over and over to never have to watch this movie again. <laughs> I did not I was not a Twilight fan but just overall quality script I mean even the toxicity level of relationship okay 50 shades of gray I think a lot of people now um what seven years later can say this like what was the appeal this what was it sucks yeah and it was also very popular and uh-huh. um, is very relationship based, and mm-hmm. so I think it's important that we talk about it and say what we what we felt about it. Yes. And you know, really, I as with Twilight, I was laughing out loud at some I of know. the parts because it just it was so bad, so dumb <laughs> and bad. And so I think it's gonna make for a really great weekend uh, happy hour episode. Yeah, it just <laughs> you just. You really feel for like the director and the cast and they're like, all right, we're going to try to turn shit into gold. Well, the director. Uh, yeah. OK, I guess everyone. It was meant, it was huge. It was a huge. It was movie. it was, it was a huge. Yeah, it was very well so guess, funded. Right. Um, yeah, so I guess you would have to kind of kind of say yes to it. Another thing I want to ask you is. 
so because I knew that you what that you read Twilight I did. when you were in mm. high school uh, um, college. Fifty Shades. Or oh, but, I've so, read no, both but, of the books and yeah, okay, okay, the movies perfect. for both perfect. Twilight and for Fifty Shades of Grey. I actually right. read them. Um, yeah. So, so this what was is your why question? I wanted to ask you? <laughs> A little bit of a backstory there. You've read the books, you've watched the films. I'm going into this fresh. But so obviously, having just taken a deep dive into Twilight and then watching this film, I, you know, it like was mind blowing. I'm like, Twilight, Twilight. Um, Yeah. Because the beginning (laughs) of the films are both so similar. But I mean, they are cliches, both of them, too, you know? Well, yes, the damsel in distress and all of the other, you know, love at first sight. But apparently, what I, don't think I realize is that 50 shades of gray everyone considers it to be twilight fan fiction yeah how I don't under maybe so, I don't understand fan fiction but so besides the it was beginning- originally released I believe chapter by chapter online as a free twilight fan fiction but how is it fan fiction um she changed the names of the characters um in order to publish it as a book in its own right but it started off actually being edward and bella i'm Uh, pretty sure and we're gonna find out so uh, but edward's not a vampire yeah so she was like let me write the characters with their dynamic but as if he was not a vampire and he was a real life vampire aka capitalism edward's in love okay all right uh okay yeah, right. that's true. Edward wasn't into And that was the kind of the redeeming stuff. thing about Twilight is that the two people at least said they were in love with each other whereas with this <sighs> yeah. film it's he he is blatantly saying that yeah. he's in love with her. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. So it was just meant to be modern day non-vampire story yeah. about what these two people could have done. Yeah, if they were not vampires, and also if one of them was into BDSM. I guess so. <laughs> and, I'm I'm pretty okay. sure. All right, I, I as everyone knows, or as you at least know, I don't do contemporary literature, and so I don't know <laughs> fan fiction. I and don't so I, do I, that. <laughs> well, no, it's just I don't know what fan fiction really means because to me, oh yeah, besides the fact that the oh, beginning, God, of you the never. Stories- oh, because you don't like Harry Potter either. Oh my <laughs> Sorry, God, everyone! I never said I didn't like it. I just said that I had never gotten into yeah. it. Yes. So you <laughs> do don't believe... know whether you would like right. it. because No, you no, just... that's, I, I fully admit, I do believe when people say that it's good and compelling and entertaining uh-huh. and all of that. I never said <laughs> yeah, I Yeah, because I was like just it. thinking about, there's a huge fiction world attached to Harry Potter. <laughs> and I was like, how did you make it without doing Harry Potter fan fiction? And then I'm so, like, oh, so wait. So can you give me an example of Harry Potter fan fiction? Does it get sexy oh, or I yeah. mean, like what It can get example? sexy. A very common one is putting Draco and Hermione together. Yeah. I don't know who they are. <laughs> oh my God, no. <laughs> Okay, so I watched uh, Hermione one... is the is the best friend of Harry. She's the super has... spoiled, and okay. Draco is like the school bully, super spoiled. Uh, dad is a Death Eater. Uh, with okay, yeah. well, we're not here to talk about Harry Potter because yeah. just with what you said, I have a bunch of questions. Um, but you know, maybe somehow we'll come up with an X Files yeah. happy hour. <laughs> I can talk about a Harry Potter. 
it's movie. I mean, it just affects so many things. I mean, that's the thing with literature throughout, <laughs> you know, not just contemporary, but it's always referencing something else. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. So I don't especially know. Harry Potter, and now yeah. other things that are contemporary now reference Harry Potter, like. <laughs> Art's just become the world of its own. Yeah, you can all trace it back to the the Bible too. <laughs> Do you think that you can trace Fifty Shades of Grey back to the Bible? Twilight, um, I can see because um, Colin was uh, religious, and so that yeah. you can trace back to the Bible. And so I guess then you can trace Fifty Shades back to mm-hmm. the Bible because Fifty Shades came from Twilight. All right, so we're not mm. getting to the film, so <laughs> let's get into it. But before Drinks. we do, unless you would like to say anything else about um, fan fiction or Harry Potter, you know, I, uh, I don't want to, you know. No, I mean, I'm not <laughs> like I'm I not always gonna... tell you, I don't want to micromanage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I could start making like potential ways that Fifty Shades is tied to the Bible. Like, there's the whole like single mother like like child yeah i don't uh we're gonna yeah i'm we're we're gonna take a i don't think that's gonna be like helpful for people um (laughs) i don't know if any of this is helpful to people but (laughs) we're at least i remember the first half the hour episode we did and you're like asking me to tell you about the Concept and I'm like, I just want to talk about a movie. Yeah. And you said, yeah, but I want to be helpful to people. <laughs> like, we're trying <laughs> to help people. <laughs> no, we really are. And we're trying to help society. Yes. Because this is bullshit. Yeah. All right. So before we start, yes. It is happy hour. Would you like to tell us what you're drinking? I'm drinking uh, a truly strawberry tea hard seltzer. Yay! And if anyone is wondering, uh, the trees, the <laughs> the tea series of Trulies, is truly the best um, flavors. <laughs> so, Sounds um, like you're reading an ad. They're actually <laughs> uh, they don't sell them in every store, and it's to the point now where we have to like you know like within my friend group we're like Aww. oh my god this store on this road they have it you That's have awesome. to go there sort of thing. So oh, if anyone's what- wondering. I like one. hard seltzer. What is the hard seltzer that's popular here in Denver with the mermaid? Is that truly? Because what I like is oh. the hard seltzer that is like kind of unflavored. Mm. And there's only one that I know and it's the mermaid. So okay. anyways, listeners. I, tell- yeah, there's um, <laughs> there's another hard seltzer that is made in Colorado with Colorado mm-hmm. water. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can't remember what it's called, but the packaging totally brought me in and it's kind of unflavored. <laughs> so that might be what you what and you if like. You are the owner of a hard seltzer company. We'd love yeah. to have you as a sponsor. <laughs> All right. So um I, as people may know, like to do the themed cocktail. So yeah. and but also I've had a lot going on in my life that made it a little complicated. However, when Claire and I saw each other the other night, we had a conversation where I expressed this to her. (laughs) And do you remember? And I said, but I don't know, you know, how can I do a Fifty Shades theme? Yeah. And and Claire says to me, well, how about something like charcoal? And I... whatever reason it went completely over my head <laughs> and I just go why why and, and why charcoal like, because does he burn her? 
because the first thing that came to mind is that so I hadn't watched the whole movie at that point and so the first thing that came to mind is that the gray character is gonna like burn (laughs) Anastasia in some sort of weird BDSM charcoal thing which it's it's meta Janice because actually the weird things that look like a cystic acne outbreak on his chest uh remember that that's from his mom's pimp putting out his cigarettes on him as a child i i and i i wondered what that was because you couldn't even see his chest oh my god okay so we'll get to that there was a lot of things in the movie that i thought weren't explained so clearly it was made for people who had watched it yeah I mean, okay, honestly, so- they, yeah. Or they were just like, people aren't here for the plot or the character development. They're here no. for the sexy scenes. But there wasn't. All right. I so I- I- Huge it's- eye roll. <laughs> it is not a sexy film, in my opinion. Yeah, there are a couple of sexy things and we'll talk about it. So um, I did then get quite determined to do a charcoal colored cocktail. But yes. then I got it in my head that it had to be chocolate liqueur mixed with coconut i went to my liquor store here they didn't have the coconut vodka so Mm. i decided okay what can like bring up sexy feelings for me and it is what we talked about also at dinner that night vodka and mango juice Mango. so i created a cocktail and it is one shot of regular vodka Unflavored, uh-huh. <laughs> a shot and a half of what is my new favorite thing, absolute grapefruit vodka. Uh huh. This shit is so good. I oh thought that grapefruit God. vodka was gonna be all sweet, and it's not. It's just like great. It's grapefruit. It's not sweet. It's amazing. And then I muddled one lime. Oh, and then I put uh, a one shot of mango juice, and then I topped the whole thing with soda water. And this so, is what you come up with when you're you're moving, <laughs> like, <laughs> and you're rushing around cleaning your old place and like getting your new place all set up. And you're like, let me just pop to the store and put together a custom <laughs> cocktail. Meanwhile, I had nothing to do this weekend, oh, and I'm no, like, I, let me grab a seltzer. I was looking forward to it. I was looking forward to it. I needed something fancy to do. Yeah. So I'm go. not sure what I'm gonna name it. Um, I did consult with a friend back in Melbourne um, who su- possibly suggests Russian tropics Ooh. because it has so much vodka in it. So if anyone mm. has better ideas, please let me know. But it does yeah. feel sexy. It feels like very grown up, but like on the beach at the same time. Yeah. Did Russia colonize anywhere? Tropical? <laughs> I don't think they were. I don't think they made it that far. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no, we but like it. Was, it. I, hear. <laughs> I think it was a bit tongue in cheek what she said. Because there's oh, okay. two different types of vodka in it. And vodka oh, being yeah. Russian. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm enjoying it and I'm going to enjoy drinking it with you while we talk about this very interesting movie. All right. So are you ready to get into Fifty Shades of Grey? I am so ready. (laughs) I'm so ready. All right. So and I have so much to say. Yeah, same. Um, (laughs) I know last time we recorded for four hours and popped out too. People said they loved it. So, okay, okay, I'll start out with the first scene. Wait, and if you need to get another can, mm-hmm. just just tell us. Okay. All right. So 
the first thing already I am thinking it's kind of dumb because yeah. dear listener what happens we see <laughs> the heroin or heroin heroin I think <laughs> it's yeah the female why, why did they choose that word for that <laughs> I don't know when it came or out for of the other it. thing okay you know? we see Anastasia or Anastasia <laughs> why i need to say anna that let's just call her okay, we anna. see anna Steele <laughs> rushing around her apartment uh, because she is going to do an uh an interview with a famous person mm-hmm. because her flatmate just happens yeah. to be so sick oh my that god she can't do it yeah and so i guess naturally if you're a journalist and you can't do an interview a school newspaper journalist <laughs> oh okay See, yeah one of the many unexplained things here yeah um, that you would have your flatmate go do it and yeah. even though the flatmate did seem to not be sick <laughs> but okay she um, so- yeah I was she's yeah. like, I'm hey, like, you seem fine. Think- you should just do it anyway. You should go. But I mean, in COVID TV. times, it makes sense because it's like, oh, you're feeling slightly unwell. Yeah, be safe. Stay home. You know. True. True. Um, send your point. probably contaminated housemate there instead. <laughs> true. So Anna drives into downtown Seattle. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. To do this. And so Mm -hmm. she is meant to interview Christian Steele, who has Christian Gray. So I like how you're progressive that he's going to take her last (laughs) name, even though he's the Dom. Gray. (laughs) Exactly. All right. And who has an unexplained company that has made him a billionaire at age 20 six or so and so just like we saw in twilight he lays his eyes on her and immediately falls into lust slash infatuation Mm -hmm. i think it was because she entered his office on her knees um (laughs) that's another note she falls through the door onto her knees and he's like yeah that looks good I could yes. I could do something with that um, with her face on in the floor and because yeah. how else are we meant to know I guess that she's so uh plain Clutzy plain and plain. Jane. yeah because she needs to fall over because yeah it made I me mean, so mad yeah she has um, to you know be at this have this opportunity and like go into the room and trip yeah. So that we just know she's just like our, all of us, you know? Yeah. Any and, normal girl can have this experience. Mm-hmm. And also, I just want to point out, so she, like, the, the you know, as the interview progresses, she, like, forgot her pen. So he gives her a pencil. And she's so innocent and pure that she doesn't realize that, like, literally sucking on a pencil in front of a man is not, like, a sexual innuendo <laughs> at all. She's like, uh, I just do this all the time. He's a senior in college. Yeah. A senior in yeah. college in and Seattle. Like, so she's a virgin that's totally fine you can lose your virginity any age totally cool there's no way you go through public school systems and i'm just Mm -hmm. assuming here public school systems and then college (laughs) all four years maybe more like most people and not realize what yeah dick's right (laughs) Mm -hmm. right 
I yeah, completely. Yeah. It was just stupid. I mean, as soon yeah. as he hands her the pencil, she just immediately stuck puts it, it you know, in her mouth. Her <laughs> it's like, which of did course, your, Christian. What did your mom do to you as a child? <laughs> well, I guess we're gonna semi find out that her immune you know, system must be really strong because she like puts everything <laughs> in her mouth. <laughs> no, you know I don't remember at what point it was, but. At one point, she actually had an unsharpened pencil that she put in her mouth. <laughs> I don't remember. I didn't write. I, I don't remember what part, but I just thought, this, what? you know, for such an expensive movie, they aren't paying attention yeah. to get the special details. The, like the set designer or something. <laughs> it's just like, give him a ring. Dude, you didn't sharpen the pencil. How is she going to write They're like, whatever, down. just film without it. No one will notice. <laughs> I noticed. Yeah. All right. So he uh, cancels his other plans and then they start getting into some semi personal stuff. Oddly, she asks him if he's gay. Yeah, because she is, can read before her brain understands what she's reading. She's what? like, oh, like, shit. Did I just read that out loud? Oh, no. But she looked at it before she said it. Yeah, she's like, are you gay? Oh, I just have to ask this. Oh, my no. just happened to have it down. Yeah. It's just, it was just so stupid. It just, st- like, I just I kind of hated the movie yeah. from that point on. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to remember from when I read the book. I, I feel like she was, like, I mean, she was attracted to him. So maybe she was a little curious, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and was yeah. like, oh, look at this hot guy. And she's like, do it. Um, just, fill him out. just, fill him just, out. just, you know, see if he's actually even available. Um, but I don't think um, it was like friend, that. They had had a discussion back at the apartment about the fact that he had never been seen in public with a woman. Yeah. And that's kind why setting... big gratifying deal to her later when he took he a picture with her. Photo. Yeah. Oh it's like All literally right. the bar is so low right now, guys. <laughs> um, Yeah. So they have the interview and wait, so what happens between the interview and then they go out, she goes out to a bar. Okay. So he follows her down the street, right? Uh, so there was, he then saves her from a bicyclist. Oh, that was, that was, um, okay. So, uh, order of events interview. He, he, grabs the paper out of her notebook so he sees the series of questions she was supposed to ask him before they got distracted he emails her roommate with the answers to the questions um her and the roommate are celebrating that they're going to that they finish classes and they will be graduating Mm -hmm, soon mm -hmm. hence why her schedule is completely open for all Mm -hmm. of these things Um, like don't seem to have much going on yeah not much going on um and one so, of the reasons she gets drunk is because of something related to him and, you know, like letting oh, him go. Yeah. Mm. Oh, shit. Because Did she I has, have things in the wrong order? No, no, no. It happens really quickly, but she has him on her mind. Yeah. Because when they're at the bar celebrating like she, normal people do, like humans, she, she calls, calls him. him. Yeah. So, Which was so, actually the funniest part of the movie, and I felt like was the most believable part of yes, the movie. All right, so I don't fully either remember exactly like this five minutes of the film, but yeah. for whatever reason, they're now at the bar, and she's in line at the ladies' room, and she makes a draw. She uh, oh. drinks and calls. 
Yeah. So I think they had like met up at the cafe and, um, and for oh, some reason he, he bitched out. Yeah. The photo okay. shoot. Right, okay, sorry, photo listeners. shoot. They go out okay. for cafe afterwards, <laughs> and yes. she's like, "Oh my god, I'm just so innocent and pure." And he's like, "Ah, oh, I can't do this." And he's like, "Oh, I can't see you because uh, I'm gonna like destroy you." Yes. Oh, I'm a romantic. Yeah, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, I can't. I'm gonna destroy right. you." And then okay. they go out, and she's like, "What the WTF, man?" And he's like, "I just can't. You don't understand." And then she like tries to walk into the street in front of a bicyclist. Okay, right. <laughs> Got her. it. Mm. Yeah, I'm um, so showing that he to... isn't heartless after all. Oh, so, right, yeah. and he just has all these superpowers. In addition to being rich, he's also just so intuitive. He's got hand-eye coordination. Okay, so oh. to reward them for the wonderful article, he's going to do a photo shoot for the college newspaper. They go out for coffee after, yeah, and then this goes down. Okay, which was a manipulation tactic on his part. Completely. No, there's her. nothing about him that's not that douchey but yeah then he saves her um, I mean a lot of what we're going to be talking about are the instances where he does things in order to elicit a certain response from her mm -hmm. um even though she says no like a thousand times yeah (laughs) yeah 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 I mean we're gonna get into it don't worry I've got lots to say lots to say about the consent along the way all right so she's at the bar she calls him and just says something like, I don't care about you. I'm drunk. She's like, you're bo- you're like hot and cold and screw you. You can take <laughs> and your I fancy just met book you back. yesterday. I just met you. Um, <laughs> and then she hangs up and then he calls her back and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but then, but instead then of- go ahead. Yeah. Instead of being like, oh, you're sorry. He's like stay right where you are i'm gonna come and pick you up and she's like oh fuck but she doesn't even know because she's you know supposedly so drunk yeah she doesn't realize that he's on his way and hello how does he even know where the hell she is this is awful and he's mad at her for going out even though they don't even know each other and so he rocks up to the bar Mm -hmm. And then, of course, uh, she's getting into some minor unwanted advances. <laughs> yeah, from her she friend. She was perfectly in control of it. She was in control of the situation. When you say, I mean, yeah, I don't think her friend would have done anything as yeah. damaging as Christian Grey was gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> also, the only minority in the movie is the one who's yeah, of course, like, getting handsy with her. Yeah, typical. All right. So Christian rocks up and even though he knows where she lives. Yeah. Yeah. He takes her to his place. Oh my God. <laughs> and she faints. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're wasted. So convenient oh. plot device. Okay. <laughs> she pukes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know still like normal person thing when you've had too much to drink but the guy's still gonna come you know and save you so she pukes and then but it wasn't like she pukes and passed out it she like faints you know because he's there right do you right yeah she was like oh no yeah which is important it's an important message that people should listen to what their subconscious is telling them um and I think she was him. getting danger signals 
from him the Mm -hmm. entire time you know like so much of like what our subconscious is like hey Mm -hmm. this person is dangerous can feel like butterflies and excitement and new relationship feelings yep yeah I know that uh, better than anyone yeah Uh, but um and also she never gets okay and this is a theme that kind of carries all the way through she never really says what the fuck are you doing here yes when we have this episode with her mom at the cafe she says what are you doing here but it's never like whoa 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 this is wrong how do you know where i am you're a creep it's you know clouded in this you know he's saving me and he's rich and he has his car and i mean by the time he shows up at her mom's in a different state he's already shown up in different places where she's like jumps you know um but (laughs) like the mom that scene is painful Mm -hmm. to watch i know he is so clearly Mm -hmm. uncomfortable and the mom is just like only focused on how hot her daughter's boyfriend <laughs> Again, is. Again, playing and the women off to be just silly and looking yeah. for the money. Oh my God. You're and right. like, how does her mom not see like the body language, the <laughs> voice tonality? Like, Families, she's clearly though, not I, cool with him showing up. I, yeah, I know. But I, so. We'll get into this, though, once we get to that part, because I know that families can just be really excited about, like, the social currency of a, like, a child's relationship, and I think that's where the Mm. mom was coming from. So, um, (laughs) not wanting to jump too far ahead. Yeah, sorry. No, 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 don't say sorry, but we're going to get into that. So, (laughs) he takes her to his house. Wrong. His hotel. So, I did like the eat me, drink me thing. Because I think if someone's going to stay the night at your house and you're the host and they've been drinking, that I think that this is a lovely thing. You know, for instance, if I was going to have people over here, I would do, you know, like have water and toast and Tylenol next to their um, bed. So for me, as a very like person who likes to entertain, I actually made a note. I like the eat me, drink me thing. Okay, sorry. I liked how he had the bottle of pills <laughs> next to the pills that were out so she could like confirm <laughs> that they weren't like date rape drugs. <laughs> oh, but who knows? Then who he knows? chastises her, saying yeah. that she put herself at risk. Yeah, Creepy. so this is what the movie doesn't under doesn't explain because it comes out more in like the second book, but he has definitely the second 50 shades book yeah there's like i think at i least know three. that there's more i just can't yeah it. okay so first so of they, all, are, they explain I, why he is the way he is oh a lot yes better. if they even get into it in this movie he's so wounded and so he, yeah. he gets a pass to be like this okay yeah go ahead we're not we're not giving a pass and one of the things <laughs> that i wrote down is that like this um the series gained a lot of notoriety because it was so kinky and it was like the bdsm thing and it was exposing like you know middle of the road like people who hadn't really experienced this before seeing that world but unfortunately is, is that they aligned like kink and BDSM with being emotionally abusive and right, those and things not are not you, the mm-hmm. same. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, and we'll, so, <laughs> I, we're going to go into it all. And I completely, 
Agree. This is not yeah. why you would seek out someone to be your submissive at all because you yeah. have these things that you're trying to fix inside yourself. Um, so I just wanted to ask you about this. So he says that she put herself at risk. Yeah. And then correct me if I'm wrong. Did he say if you were mine, you wouldn't be able to sit for a week? Yeah, because he would he would smack her ass. <laughs> give her a spanking yeah i was cracking up at this point too i watched this with my boyfriend and i was like oh my god i would spank you and that's so bad and out there and no one does that (laughs) okay so i was correct yeah she wouldn't be able to sit for a week also not what bdsm is about not at all gross okay so then there's the later's baby thing which that was just yeah annoyed me the whole time it's supposed to be annoying (laughs) i get that i get that but i put it out there i didn't like it later baby (laughs) and also what was with the brother who just like showed up at these random like 10 second intervals so then it it turns out that the brother is fucking the flatmate (sighs) Right? Yeah. Because then the flatmate leaves and yeah. the brother says, later's baby. Like, and, they never yeah. explain. Like, <laughs> but, and, and so geez. this happened in the books, like, basically the the roommate forms a relationship with the brother who is actually genetically the son of their parents. Right. Um, Christian was adopted from the bad situation. Yes. But the brother is like emotionally well adjusted and all of these things, hence mm-hmm. the later's baby. Um and <laughs> so well adjusted. But, so well adjusted. <laughs> hence the later's baby. <laughs> but I didn't oh, even so pick up on this. Normal douchey dude. Yeah, is that what you're saying? I, yeah, he was okay. just a normal bro. Um, okay. <laughs> and I didn't pick up on this when I read the book or like watched it last time. Um, <laughs> it's been out for seven years, guys. Come on. Um, <laughs> you, but, you know that we love our ten-year-old. Yeah, movies. we like our old movies. Um, <laughs> but okay, so I didn't pick up on this, and actually, my boyfriend did. And he was like, I think he got the brother involved as a ploy to distance her from her roommate. So her roommate wouldn't pick up on all of the red flags of how she's not talking about her boyfriend Uh and how she's like strangely distant. She's gone every Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Like, Mm -hmm. and she can't tell me anything. Like those would all be super red flags for someone who cares about you. And that's one of Mm -hmm. the markers of abuse is when you're being distanced from Mm -hmm. the people in your life and so and in fact she the flatmate even turns around and says at some point like call him you know like go for this because she doesn't i think realize how horrible the situation is because she's exactly up with later because she's having she's getting flooded with all the happy hormones by being with later's baby and being invited to the family dinners which we'll get to all right so she goes back home and Okay, so this is another gap that I'm having. Where does it get from leaving the house after being kidnapped to the helicopter to getting back to his oh, place? Is mm-hmm. it since her clothes were covered in pukey, his very <laughs> um uh 
talented driver goes out and Taylor, right? Taylor, who I think is the best character in the whole movie. <laughs> and a very I love that actor. I don't know He's why great. I remember that, but yeah, oh, Taylor. I don't know why I remember it. I'm gonna tell you later. Okay. Right. Um yeah, so Taylor goes out and knows exactly what size of skinny jeans and non-stretch leather jacket she is and yeah, buys her that. Um, and she goes to work in her new outfit and then he picks her up after work. Yeah. So um, immediately I have yeah. to say, and this comes up all throughout it, this transactional, mm-hmm. this transactional expectations that they have, I'm going to buy you this and then I'm going to like, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. And, and I think that stems more from him. And I think yeah, it's completely, like, but he's making like being a generous dude into some sort of like manipulative yeah douchey thing which i don't think is a good message to send to guys yeah i mean it's a it's a bad message but the thing is is that like a lot of these actions and i think that's why abuse is so hard to pick up on is because a lot of these actions can be totally innocent it's what is leveraged out of Mm -hmm. the actions that makes it abuse um, you know, he does like, hold it a, a the fact that she's mm-hmm. allowed to go to work, but she's not allowed to visit her parents. <laughs> so she has to maintain appearances professionally, but she's not allowed to get emotional support. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. for even like, what does she go for? We'll get yeah, into the whole Georgia like, thing. Like the weekend. Like, okay, <laughs> hello. This was planned so, before you guys were even going to be together oh a week ago okay yeah. so he takes her back to his place mm-hmm. and this is where we have what i think is one of the most famous quotes from the movie also i have oh. to say i put in huge letters the fact that he's playing the piano twilight you know oh yeah no the whole <laughs> you know thing how i felt about the okay so yeah. it oh, is the system comes up too because um like bella and alice's relationship with um i can't remember the sister's name but they don't really do that in this movie but she does start to develop like a like a closer oh, relationship oh. with his sister which you like the in the movie you don't even like for one scene yeah she's only in one scene so all right yeah. probably because it was boring in twilight and it wasn't gonna be interesting in yeah this. but also oh. like in twilight it wasn't developed that much either it was well, kind of like Alice. decided yeah. that, that side thing yeah like this sister decided that they're now best friends and that's what makes them best <laughs> friends instead of like shared experiences and time together and like all of these things that actually yeah in form twilight though bell gave up all of her autonomy and choice because she loved Colin so much whereas with this like Christian kind of just decides that Anna is just gonna do all this and Anna just is supposed to be so naive that she doesn't even know that she has a choice oh yeah this isn't okay so my point is (laughs) so they get back to his place and they're okay so they're sitting down at the table and um anna asks are you gonna make love to me now Ah! is it okay so first of all this is where the contract comes up for the first time the non-disclosure yeah the nda right okay which first of all just rolling my eyes like this is just Dumb. Oh. like this is the fantasy you know to have a 
fan like a rich i mean i guess bag. if you're dating someone who is famous it makes but sense just, that there okay. is an nda so she signs the non-disclosure agreement and then she says what no one would probably ever say are you going to make love to love me now? to me now okay and what does uh, he say i don't make love i fuck hard <laughs> <laughs> and she's like yeah that Whoa. sounds like a good time <laughs> it's just so like who says any of this also like he's meant to be into her and he can't just yeah. give her like five seconds of like maybe darling you know <laughs> yeah like i'd love to like, make love to you and he, he, is, he down. is very clear like from the get-go and i wanted to say that's one of the positive things he's very honest about himself he makes no attempt to hide it even when he like came to her job the first time he stalker showed up um (laughs) saying that he wants a rope yeah he's like let me like buy all of these very scary things at your (laughs) hardware store but from the point of actually what is kink and what is bdsm you don't, as a dom or a sub, like meet someone and say, I'm going to now convince you to do this because this is what I want. Yeah. Like you would meet someone who is into being submissive and the two of you would develop a relationship. You don't go and, you know, try and convince someone to do it, to gratify yeah. your, you know, fucked up childhood trauma issues. <laughs> yeah. So then he just decides on the second day knowing her, to take her to the playroom yay (laughs) fun (laughs) which was a very cliched badly directed scene i feel like all yeah the director like a slow pan with the intense music (laughs) of all this equipment and her face (laughs) her face just like shocked and amazed and you know you can't really tell what she's like walking into disneyland for the first time (laughs) after living under a rock you know what you're not wrong i'm thinking oh my god this just came to me but are you a fan of the original (gasps) willy wonka oh no oh no is right it's like what no oh my god i actually i read the book (sighs) the original willy wonka is one of the best movies oh my god God. the first time i did mushrooms i watched (laughs) willy wonka anyways so there is this beautiful scene where they actually go into the candy land Uh and all of the kids so what is now known because of you know research so all of the kids that were brought into the the candy land actually in real life saw it for the first time oh that's cool so that they could actually record the kids uh reactions in real time yes exactly like that which is also kind of like what anastasia did you know just kind of generally amazed and overwhelmed yeah and also she just met him and he's bringing her into yep so he's got whips and handcuffs and all sorts of apparatus and like six (laughs) different lengths of sticks and like (laughs) different textures of whips and things it's like 
Way more than you would ever need. Even for anyone who was into this lifestyle, I don't know. I'm not going to make a judgment on how big the playroom was. But what I am going to make a judgment on is that he hasn't gotten to know her. He has yeah. no idea what she's into sexually. Yeah. Um, and Which that we'll he's see just... you later. <laughs> is no idea. <laughs> All right. So then they go back out. And he then tells her that in the last 24 hours that they've known each other, he's already decided that he wants to be her dominant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, she, like, her mind is just completely blown. She's also overwhelmed by the helicopter rides, the presence, this, that, the other. Um, She's infatuated. She's infatuated with him. Yeah, she's definitely infatuating with him. And I kind of said love bombing, but it's not really even love bombing. It was, no, because it was he just doesn't like talk about her. And fancy thing bombing. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. really like he wasn't saying anything about like how special and great she is. Exactly, exactly. With love, I mean, what I'm not saying that love bom- bombing is any better than just like seducing someone with, you, <laughs> with your money, yeah. but he never says any reason why he actually wants to be with her, just that he just does. Yeah, because she mm-hmm. looks terrified all the time and that turns <laughs> them on, I think. Oh my God. But as if he's never met, well, he has met women before like that we're gonna get into that later and so and he tells her so I want you to be my submissive and if you do this to me I'll be devoted to you and then he says this is also about your sexual pleasure and you have the opportunity to tell me anything that you haven't liked about your past sex experiences anything that you have liked you know i'm gonna create like this custom submissive experience experience for you right (laughs) and what does anastasia do she's like i'm a virgin but not like that (laughs) she gets she's like a deer in headlights she's like oh my god this is so embarrassing (laughs) okay she's a senior in college yeah and it's not embarrassing. You can wait. Like, that's fine. You can wait as long as, you'd wa- yeah. as you want. It, uh, it's just she context. seemed very embarrassed in the in the scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, let's just say, because we didn't explicitly say that, it comes out that um, Anastasia is a virgin. What do you know? What do you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... You know, his response is what I think is so fun- funny in a sad way. Um, <laughs> okay. Just, like, the cliche would be like, oh, my God, you're a virgin. Let's talk about this. this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, or at least talk what about it. to you? Like, Why have you stayed mean? a virgin, you know, Yeah, I mean, he, he's like, like. What does this mean to you? He's like, I mean, lots of guys have loved you, right? And she's like, no one I wanted to do it with. So again, it's the ball is in the man's court. And Mm -hmm. it's not actually up to her. And she's like, hey, it's because I said no to them. And he's like, what a foreign concept. Let me fix this and take your virginity. But I'm a kind of nice guy, so I'm not going to whip you while I do it. I'm going to do regular vanilla sex. Yeah. I know. So so he takes her hand and she says, Where are you taking me? And what does he say? Do you remember? To to fix this situation. Rectify the situation. Rectify. (laughs) 
the situation. God. Yeah. Um. He didn't like ask. Right. Her. What does your virginity mean to you? Yeah. I mean, there there were lots of clues that she would be down. She did open the whole (laughs) conversation asking if he was going to make love to her. So, like... You know what? I wondered about that. So, she meets this guy, which, I mean, it's perfectly fine. And she asks if you're going to make love. And then, you know, like, 15 minutes later, they're talking about it. And then she has this ashamed moment about sex where she is a a virgin. Like, Anna, you're all over the place. And I think it's because what we're seeing here is that they're saying that being a virgin means you're going to fall for the fairy tale and you're going to think that sex is making love Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. and expect these things. But also that you're the common girl at the school who's a lip major, which very offensive to Claire and I were worldly <laughs> women. Yeah. Right. Come also on, man. Lit major. Okay. So <laughs> you're uh, the, the girl next door. You're the plain Jane and you're going to find a man to rescue you. Who's going to do everything for you. You're not going to have to talk. You're not going to have to have boundaries. You're not going to have to have any of this. He's just going to sweep you off your feet, uh, off your feet and take care of everything. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Is that why they, they made such a big deal about her falling into the room i suppose also so he goes and he's gonna have sex with her they have sex excuse me they make love oh it's vulgar yeah i mean it's vanilla sex (laughs) i guess they have him though putting on a condom um, they did later. I mean, I'm sure they did at that scene. I can't remember it, but it stood out more to me later when it yeah. was like in the well, playroom. Yeah, I remember that one as well. He like <laughs> rips I, it with his teeth. <laughs> Which I mean, I guess you would do. But I guess one thing that the movie he, did I just want to point out how the super rich guy uses store-bought condoms. He doesn't have like some... <laughs> oh, really? Like VIP condom <laughs> line that's only like gold, you know, Magnum fifty dollars a pop, you know. <laughs> no, just store bought Trojans, Kroger, <laughs> fifty pack, woo! More bang the for Trojan. your buck. Okay, so you do get it at the store, but oh, so you thought maybe he'd have custom? <laughs> I thought he'd have some like you know like some like black foil with no like to the- yeah like no i don't know well so okay you listeners what do, what condoms do yeah. I, rich guys i know i've gone out with a few rich guys they yeah. were trojans and magnums they're oh. they're just like you and i <laughs> yeah i too wear love that, that stood out to you <laughs> gosh <laughs> oh my god or a magnum <laughs> or a mag okay yeah i'm okay yeah. so they have sex um and you know what <laughs> i have to say um it wasn't really that hot no i mean maybe and i richardson thought- was hotter honestly than any of the sex in this movie <laughs> like 10 fold bridgerton was a hotter yeah. sex and they were virginity even, like, scene. yeah well, especially because the duke tells the duchess to masturbate ahead of time so yeah there was yeah. none of that in this movie <laughs> no there was not no was he wasn't like let's about figure out Christian. what you like he was like let's figure out how close we can get to what i like i know 
All right, we'll talk about Bridgerton another time. Yeah. In fact, when is the episode, the new season coming out? Because I don't that's, know. they're I starting us- filming soon. Oh, okay. It's so May we've got some right time. Now, so, all right. Yeah. We have to do. An but episode. I have bad news. I already know what you're gonna say. Yeah. He's go gone. for it. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm sorry, Bridgerton producers. It, there's not gonna be the Duke. There's yeah, not gonna Jean, be a Janice what's his watching. Jean Pierre. Mm. I don't know. Another perfect male specimen. Specimen. I, I don't know what they're gonna do with that show, but I'm not that excited. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, anyways, we wake um, up the next morning. We love you, Duke from Bridgerton. Yeah. We wake up the next morning and she's in the kitchen wearing his shirt, happy yeah. as can be, shaking her booty. Um, so making him happy. Not sore so at happy. all. Yeah. They and did it asked, in his bed and that was so special. Right. And I really want to talk about this doing it in the bed thing. Yeah. Okay, so sleeping in the same bed yeah. afterwards. I'm sorry, women. <sighs> and he makes such a big thing about this later on. I've never slept in a bed with a woman before. I mean, I've never. Yeah. I'm so comfortable. It, this I is mean, not a compliment. Okay. No. He just fucked you and he's tired and he fell asleep next to you. Yeah, that Can that you... is historically what has been known to happen across the male species. Right. This is not your special. Normally he stumbles down the hallway from his playroom to go to sleep, but like yeah. Yeah. This should not be considered. It's a it's another thing of kind of like manipulation. And this you can see it in regular exactly. relationships too, where it's like, oh, I've never done this before. I've never shown anyone this place. Like, yeah, I'm sure you fucking have. I'm sure you take, you know, that new song, Deja Vu. Um, if you haven't heard it. It's by the one, um, the driver's license girl. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah. She she released another song and she's like everything you do with her you started with me well um, that, and that's perfectly fine and which is fine adults yeah do. it's when you start me. leveraging those things as trying mm-hmm. to tell someone that they're special it's like yes because he yeah. says he's shown even the fucking bedroom that is meant to be just her bedroom yeah 15, 15 women 15 other women. which i mean i don't really think it's that huge of a number but then he's saying so it's uh, yeah you're different from all of these other women because i slept next to you after fucking you yeah yeah and i you know because i my boyfriend was like the same thing he's like 15 isn't like that many and i'm like no. 15 isn't a lot of women to date 15 women who have stayed in your house as your sex slave that's a that's a big number never talk about that either yeah you know like what was the situation with these 15 women which that would have been like a couple women a year yeah based on his own timeline of how this transpired for him so what what happened you know like how did they come in and out of his life well, and also, book like, two goes into one of those <laughs> women from his past oh, who's been of, oh, destroyed and, uh, right, emotionally Jane. from the I watched experience. the trailer. Oh, oh you did? Cool. Yeah. But the thing is, so I after I finished watching the movie last night, I thought, would it be valuable for this episode for me to watch the next movie? And uh-huh. I was going to text you and I decided not to because I watched the trailer. 
Yeah. And I, I just mean, that was like, I up. can't, I, I can't get through this movie. So I just <laughs> want to talk about the first one. I'm not, there's no, no way I'm watching the second one. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not necessary. All right. <laughs> but basically they're not all like signing up for this awesome like situation as he's selling it to Anastasia, basically. Is right, the point from the second one that it her. does destroy people and they're they're not all understanding exactly what they're getting into so he's done what he's doing to anastasia to someone else oh At least and it's girl. all justified because he's has this wounded childhood trauma yeah <laughs> because a lot of us he has have- mommy issues and he's trying to control okay. mother figures it is never okay to be a fucking abusive grown-up because you have stuff in your past all right exactly yeah okay so yeah they slept next to each other and people this is not that great like this is not that special the bar should be much higher than the fact that someone sleeps next to you yeah yeah um anyone can fuck and pass out okay with christian is that every step of the way it's poor me i'm a douche because this thing happened to me in my childhood and uh you know as someone who has childhood stuff like like everyone does okay and also i am a dv survivor and this was the number one excuse that my abuser gave for what he did was because of this thing and it doesn't matter like we all not an excuse it's you're not enough now so yeah. it's now a choice of how you're going to move forward with what happened to you especially yeah. i mean christian's meant to be 28 yeah yeah and, and a business the- owner he had every opportunity like you're not gonna yeah. take anna and <laughs> try and resolve like, your trauma like if you are finding that you have abusive tendencies because of things that have happened in your past. Maybe don't date people while you figure that shit out. You can don't be like, I can't avoid hitting you. It's so weird. I know. Um, maybe don't try. get a girlfriend until you can figure that out. Or have you can a make a choice. But maybe not make her your submissive. Yeah. <laughs> no, that made me really angry. And- yeah. But we're actually jumping a little bit ahead because yeah. he's going to reveal all of this stuff oh, to her. Yeah. But first, I just have to say his mom randomly shows up. Uh-huh. And oh, get this. She's a psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> was that revealed in the film? I think it was. I think it was in the book. She's okay. she's like a because she, there yeah. is a scene later on, <laughs> much later on, after they've started dating Okay, so I'm just, I'll skip this later. But there's a scene after they started dating and he's staying and she's staying at the place and he asks her, How was Dr. Gray? And she said that Dr. Gray said that they can't have sex for six months because of the birth control. And then he just goes, What? And she goes, Just kidding. And they never explain anything. It's Dr. Flynn. Then I completely misheard because I, I yep. All it right, could have just said still. gray and left okay. it in. <laughs> Be just as weird as all of this other stuff. So we have the weird mom scene. And again, he is putting the bar so low. She's never seen me with a woman. And the mom is so excited. You know, I'm thrilled to meet you. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you know, these are such minor things. These are, this is nothing that should be happening within a few days of meeting each other. It's yeah. stupid. It's manipulative. It's not real. 
Yeah. So, and then Claire, you are going to love this. Because yeah. What? Yeah. What? So I know that you really love symbolism and that we're both in, we're both lit majors. So yes. she goes into her, what's meant to be the special bedroom, right? Yes. Yeah. And did anything stand out to you about her bedroom? Oh, uh, there were birds on the wall. It's like the caged bird. Yes, there was a huge caged bird on in the middle of the wallpaper. (laughs) Yep, and that obviously no mistake. Yeah, (laughs) and take it another step further because he said you can decorate it however you want. So whoever decorated that room last. Put a caged bird on oh, the wall. God, yeah. <laughs> Cry for help. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> is there gonna be a what was her name? Jane was here. You know. Yeah, 20- probably. Oh my god. Have you read um the yellow wallpaper? <laughs> yes, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love, so yeah. good. I love that. Oh, uh, and maybe we can start doing episodes that are like semi happy hour, but we like talk about nerdy stuff nerdy stuff <laughs> <laughs> all right so he asks she asks about the 50 or no she asks and he says 15 women so many fucking questions right there and yeah. they just gloss over it mm-hmm. like i said so yeah how if the playroom is close special 15 women in 15 women yeah, which is to- like I said, sexually that is actually completely normal, if not under what someone maybe this age would do. But yeah. as far as contracts and yeah. subdom relationships, and there, you, yeah, you've got to explain this. You know, why did women want to stop being your sub? Like, where? Yeah, now, how did they end? Would exactly. you describe any of them as crazy? <laughs> Yes, uh, men and women, if your ex ever says that. But no, she yeah. just kind of sl- says, whoa, that's a lot of women. Duh. And then she says she wants to go home. And then, okay, so that would kind of be a normal response. And he looks at her like she's a complete idiot. You know, like the problems with her. Oh, you want to go home? What? What? <laughs> Why? You're not turned on by my past dalliances? <laughs> But yeah, and again, this is sending the message that, you know, you don't need to talk about anything. Yeah. Why would you you, bring it up? And it's on you that you're uncomfortable. So then he takes her home and then we get to the forest. Again, I guess this is a shout out to Twilight that they go into the forest to have this weird conversation about. Uh, Yeah. He was. Oh, my God. They're like. (laughs) It's so funny because that like. (laughs) At this scene in the movie, my wonderful, amazing boyfriend <laughs> was like, what is this? Weird. Fifty shades of murder? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, you and said no? Like Let Twilight. me take you to the Let's forest take to a kill walk. you. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take a walk. Oh my Why God. the hell are you even pulling over? Let's yeah, take a what walk? The fuck? Yeah. Anyway, so, but she didn't get murdered. Thank God. Um, no, instead, he says... Like, this makes me so angry to even talk about. Okay, Uh so the reason why he's so into this is that he was seduced by his mom's fucking friend when he was 15. 15. Mrs. Robinson. Hell, not even. I mean, wasn't the guy from uh, 
what was it not the bachelor what was the movie with mrs roberts mrs robertson i the don't freshman. know the bachelor <laughs> <laughs> we have this the new freshman. story idea on the, the bachelor <laughs> okay even the guy in the freshman was over age i am yeah. pretty sure he was in college he was a freshman i mean they they, they would have had to have made it over age but still yeah. he i mean he just got yeah he got seduced by an older woman but he was in college we're talking about 15 years old and he says i know this is intimidating it was for me at first and i really wanted to like throw my laptop at the wall so he's like comparing anna to yeah. a 15 year old right yeah, he's like yeah Oh, because I, I mean, she's I, so innocent and pure. She might as well be fifteen, right? Sexually, like I in get it, babe. Wise. Like that's how I felt. Yeah, you totally went through like trauma too, because your mom remarried a few times. No, and you've never like, had sex before, and so you're just as innocent as I was when I was fifteen and got no. raped by my mom's friend. Yeah, and also, like, like, what is he saying normal? about himself? No, um, <laughs> and she doesn't say shit. Oh, and that which also made me mad because this comes up later. She's just like, oh my god. <laughs> like, oh I mean, to be fair, me. sometimes I don't know what to say when. But it, she had, was, like, she didn't even seem shocked. She didn't. She just said, oh shit. Like, like that's kind of oh my crazy. god. You're opening. How up interesting. To me. I feel so yeah. special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, a lot. Like we're making fun of this stuff, but I think it's. It, like we're making a romantic they, they played it off so casually yeah in the film but and it's, this it's... is just a normal thing and these are all these double standards about you know if it's like not okay for or it's okay for older women to do this to boys and it's not and he's it's just not. like this is just part of how i grew up yeah i mean in the book like it's definitely I mean, you're in her thoughts more, and she's like, "That's super fucked up. I don't like that. Like, how could it, that happen?" She doesn't. She, like, in she's the, like, "And your mom doesn't know. Like, oh my god. Like, yeah." So there's the there's film, more which was shown in the film. To, you know, billions of people. She's mm-hmm. just she just says, "Oh wow, like, how interesting," and <laughs> and then he tells her, "You know, I've never slept next to anyone mm. ever." He goes, "Ever." All right, stupid. So we did that. it on the first like, night. With seriously, her. <laughs> right? Just... After only knowing her for three days, and I think the reason he likes her is because she doesn't talk, and she doesn't have opinions mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. stand up. Well, she does sometimes, but she's she easily does. overwritten. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's and what it again, is. Without conversations, yeah, it's almost like better than someone who doesn't talk at all because you get to have lots of small victories and feel like you really truly do have lots of power over someone because they're putting up a fight and it doesn't mean anything it's called grooming yeah grooming okay Uh (laughs) and so she gets home and he's bought her a computer more like transactional pressuring and she somehow decides even though she's totally infatuated with him that she's gonna send him the email nice knowing you or something yeah I think she thought it was a joke. But oh yeah, that's how they portray it in the film. And like she's, she's like there with a <laughs> smile on her face, like I'm nice being knowing sexy you. and you know, sarcasm. Uh, I'm teasing you. Yeah, um, but that's not okay. 
because he'll show up right well no i mean in your house when you're not expecting it (laughs) all right so two things first of all it's sending the message that consent and communication and all of this like it's all a big game it doesn't mean anything you know your words you know don't don't mean shit and it's not really your choice because yeah what happens she's doing laundry and and he just shows up in her room (laughs) yeah was like how first of all (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and when okay you gotta look at this maybe taylor when, knows how to pick locks too that down there but I yeah. say, what the fuck is he doing in her house yeah i'm sure we're not the only ones who have boundaries this, it's boundaries. not even boundaries it's legality it's yeah. just, like we are well into the 2000s at this point this is nothing that you should you should be glorifying on the big screen it no. makes me so angry because <sighs> especially as a, a survivor like no yeah <laughs> and, and she's not safe <gasps> anywhere yeah and she totally like jumps. and then fucks him and then yeah. they have sex yeah yeah totally <laughs> Just like, oh, and sorry. again, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> I was just being sarcastic. No, no. But then he, he ties her up. Yeah. Oh, and I did like this though. Okay, first of all, the ice cube action. Well, okay. So why don't you talk about that? Oh no, that was that was all I had to say about it. <laughs> All right. So in my research to do <laughs> in to my research, it, okay, in my cocktail, in my 50 shades cocktail research, mm-hmm. I did come ac- across a couple cocktails that involved like well-presented ice cubes. Ah. And because I hadn't known, I hadn't watched the film at that point. I just kind of guessed, you know, like ever, like lots of people use ice cubes for kinky stuff yeah um, but then i have to say it was kind of underwhelming um yeah that like a lot of the sex scenes were underwhelming <laughs> that's kind of the theme okay yeah so let's just i'm like it. maybe seven like what was it like seven years ago did they not show stuff like this seven years ago because i know things have opened up a little bit i but mean I, deep throat uh, was that in like 1977 or like there has been way sexier like explicit shit yeah <laughs> Like, exactly. What, think, what would be the most like the sexiest R-rated film you've ever seen? I don't even know. <laughs> I know I'm being put on the spot when I did American Pie. <laughs> but- <laughs> <laughs> Remember that always was like, oh, this is so sexy. <laughs> I can't even remember okay, what okay, was so, so gonna- sexy in it, All but. Right, I- <laughs> <laughs> don't know why you brought that movie up. I don't know. The clarinet or the flute or whatever. Okay, so this I one time say, at band camp. Is that se- that's sexier than fucking Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. All right. So I. All right. So one of the reasons why I chose to have mango and vodka, uh huh, and why I associate it with being a sexy drink is because mm-hmm. as I meant. All right. No, you're. I like your, you listening to me with the little kids. All right. So, Tell me a story. All right, so when I got divorced, I got really into the L word, which mm-hmm. I think is 
10 times as sexy or 10 times sexier than 50 shades of gray just as yeah. a whole that movie yeah. is nonstop hotness uh-huh. And in one of the first episodes, they have a scene where one of the main bet goes to visit an art dealer. And anyways, the art dealer tells her she's into mango and vodka juice. And it just is stuck in my mind. That was when I tried it for the first time. Anyways, so my <laughs> point being yes. a show, a show or a, a media that is sexier than Fifty Shades of Grey would be the L word the first season. Yeah. It's just generally hotter. Okay. Yeah, so, but uh, one Lucifer. Thing that, I, that that's like a recent TV show. That's okay, like okay, and Bridgerton, as we know, Bridgerton, obviously. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. you know this movie? Oh, this okay. I think it's called Newness or New. I think it's called oh. Newness, and this is about a couple that experiments with polyamory. Oh, yeah. So there's lots of stuff that's hotter. Yeah, it's called Newness. It was pretty sexy, but lots of stuff is hotter than this movie because. Oh, totally. Like, oh, God. What was that one? Oh. Oh, no, I have to remember it now. But you have to give me more than that <laughs> for me to help you. It's one of those big movies with lots of cast. Um, It came out before Valentine's Day. New I think Year's? it was Christmas themed, though. It was Christmas themed. Oh, Love Actually. Kieran, yeah, Love Actually. You think Love Actually is sexier than Fifty? Yeah, there was right? one one scene. My parents covered the TV when I was watching <laughs> it when I was in middle school. <laughs> they Love were porn. They were porn stars. So... In like one of the subplots, oh, they were porn stars God. who decided to date after they did a set together or something. We have to put this on the agenda for December. I haven't watched that movie in years. Yeah. We can rip it to shreds. Okay. Let's get back to this monstrosity. Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up, though. That would be hilarious for us to do. All right. So the one good thing that I think about Christian. Well, first of all, he puts on a condom. Puts on a condom. But they He's don't honest about himself. They don't portray condom usage in no. movies. Yeah, ever. good for them making it sexy. <laughs> I mean, that and was then, that was the idea I think behind it. Props. I mean, props. it was like the ripping the condom was actually probably one of the sexier things he and did, and most in, realistic in as the, well, probably. Yeah. And then he has her hands tied and then i thought this was quite sexy that he pulls her shirt up and uses the shirt as a blindfold yeah yeah so that was cute yeah yeah definitely (laughs) that's hot (laughs) but then i'm just wondering how does he just like flip her over with her hands tied (laughs) yeah all right oh there was like some allowance made in the tightness of the I don't know. She's like, <laughs> oh my god, so many double entendres. Okay, it's like um, the doctor also does like chiropractics <laughs> to pop her shoulders back into place. I mean, I'm sorry, having been tied a couple times in my life, you're going one way with that. <laughs> <laughs> Those are some loose ropes. <laughs> oh, what a- she was tied like this. I remember because it stood out. She was tied from one point, both hands. Yeah, but so, so it oh, just so she's gonna go the, the other rope. way. So she just. <laughs> I'm so glad you have a swivel chair. Okay, so Christian says to Anna, "What are you doing to me?" 
Okay. Which I have to say, very sexy line. Yeah. Something that I have heard a dozen times. <laughs> yeah. so. It's a little overused. Yeah. So I'm not saying that it's not a nice thing to say, but yeah. men and women, and like if someone says this to you, just realize that it is a line. Okay. It's a it's, line. It's lovely. It's a very nice thing to say to someone, yeah. but just doesn't mean that you need to sign a, your life away. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then, um, she asks for time because there's this contract looming through the whole film, yeah. which I just don't even know why they had to go there because it was just stupid and annoying. But she says that he, he keeps on saying, even though now he's fucked her like several times yeah. without the contract, without yeah. her giving consent to all of these things. And he huh. asks, when is she going to sign it? She says she wants time. This is not how BDSM relationships work. I assure you. No. And she says she wants time and he gets pissed off and leaves. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I want time. And he, you punishes can almost her. see the wheels turning in his head. He's like, I'll punish her by mm-hmm. leaving. Cause he knows that she likes the company. She likes the sex. And, yeah. But he, all right. So then they get yeah. to the contract and she's going to sit down with him in his office to talk about it. Yeah. How weird was this scene to you? It was weird. <laughs> um, but it was also like, it was like a porno setup, you know? It was like, oh, oh yeah. We're discussing a contract oh, yeah. in your office. <laughs> in mean, terrible gonna... lighting. I know. It was like black and red lights. Yeah, it's a great lighting for a movie. <laughs> terrible for a negotiation. Okay, she's meant to be in his office. What is with the and then when his office staff brings in the what wine and he goes oh and then he says they've done this many times which you know she should know and she's like i thought i was being so cool having it you in your office and not Mm -hmm. in because he was like i'll come pick you up after work and she was like no this is a business negotiation let's go to your office and she thought it was a power play but you just pointed out no 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 all right so one thing that stood out to me about the contract that i just really want to point out is on the list of things that is allowed Breathe. (laughs) So, um, I actually noticed this on the list. It says fellatio. Like, yeah, no one's really gonna say no to that. And then the (laughs) next thing underneath fellatio is fisting. (laughs) Yeah, what they say. Remember in the in the negotiations, she's like, "There's no anal, no anal fisting." And then a few seconds later, he's like, okay, strike out anal fisting. That's my favorite type mm-hmm. of fisting, but fine. And then she's like, while we're on the subject, no vaginal fisting <laughs> either. <laughs> Which I thought was actually the best writing of the whole movie. Why? Because it was just funny. It was just funny. They could have been like, no fisting. whatsoever. Not in my mouth. No. Not in my butt. Not oh, in God. my Do back. people do mouth fisting? <laughs> Why are you going to put like gags on her? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. That's mouth an fisting. impressive feat because your jaw kind of stops that. Um, oh, is it just that. punching or is it mouth fisting? <laughs> 
I don't, I don't, okay, we're not going to go there, okay. like, as we're recording. Jesse, we need to know. Um, <laughs> yeah, Jesse. Oh, we'll have to do another BDSM episode. Yeah. Jesse. All right, but then I have to say, the one sexy thing in this entire film was when they start the dirty talk in the office. Mm. I thought it wasn't too bad. It was actually it yeah. was kind of hot. He's it like, I'm going to bend you over. And, you know, she says, over this table. And he says, yeah. I mean, that was <laughs> quite tintillating. Yeah. yeah, good for them. Putting some dirty talk yeah. in there. Because, like, some people are even, like, scared to even dirty talk. And they yeah. don't know how to do it. And this it. is really how to do it. You know, like, tell me what you want. And then yeah, it. Yeah, show and- it. Don't tell yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But, it like, hot. with your words. <laughs> with your words <laughs> totally uh and then of course she turns him down oh she's such a tease what do you know um and then i have to okay do you have anything to say about the office the um scene? not the show the scene no i mean just like he was like yeah and then at um 6 p.m put the mood lighting on in the office <laughs> no office looks like this people yeah red and black lighting and people bringing you wine oh because he's such a billionaire like he can do whatever and this is what every woman should want that was his after hours staff (laughs) um and it was in the middle of the day (laughs) wasn't it i thought it was like after work but I mean, you own your own company. There's no after work. Yeah. But um, yeah, in the book, she was very um, intimidated and threatened by the, all the hot women who worked with him because the hiring decisions were seeming to trend towards attractive, blonde, tall, leggy (laughs) women so is um, she thinking that his <laughs> office staff is having sex with him? It occurred, I think. She was just like, I mean, it's probably not? true. You're here and they're there. Oh, and... but she's brunette and mousy. Yeah, I'm and... not really your type. I wouldn't fit in. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh. But, mm-hmm. okay. All right. Well, I don't really have much to say about that, but that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but she's like meant to overcome the intimidation of the sexy office stuff to realize that she's really the special one. Yeah, I guess. Because I'm not okay. sure. So the next scene, and we're uh, <laughs> we'll eventually wrap this up. The next <laughs> scene, she's graduating. Yeah. What the hell? Because there was this, like a whole week where of did no this classes. Come from? Wait, She's, did they ever say okay so i remember at the very beginning her mom said she couldn't come to graduation but yeah there was no other discussion all of a yeah. sudden okay i've graduated more than once from higher education it is like a thing there was no talk about it just the next scene is all of a sudden they're in cabin <laughs> Yeah, because remember they were taking his picture and interviewing him because he was the speaker at the graduation that was coming up. Oh my god! Yeah, exact next. Okay, maybe I was not in the best place when I watched the first (laughs) half of the movie, or maybe the second half. Because my my next note is, oh my god, Christian Gray is a speaker. This is so. That was like the whole. (laughs) That was why she was interviewing him in the first place. Stupid. 
I mean, it's it still is still stupid. stupid. Nobody yeah. is a 28 year old. Okay. This makes me so mad. Having gone yeah. through a master's. Okay. No one is a 28 year old speaker at a fucking college graduation. And they never even say what he does. Um, why no, so they introduced him this. as like the telecommunications company self-made. I mean, his parents that- were super rich. So, but um, whatever. His mom- okay yeah it's dumb it's dumb. it's it is dumb it is dumb um but for whatever reason he uh accepted that role and here's an interesting thing when she gets a little bit of like hey what the fuck is that you know he she's feeling special because he's sharing things that he hasn't shared with anyone else he's sleeping by her he hasn't done that to anyone else meanwhile Supposedly. he doesn't even tell her like she asks about his um uh, his uh philanthropic endeavors yeah and yeah. he's like oh yeah it's fine it's like nothing. i feed homeless or i feed the hungry because yeah. i was hungry yeah. yeah well he didn't say that to her in the conversation he said that on stage in front of a bunch of strangers and she's like maybe he doesn't tell me everything Mm-hmm. And it's if you have one of those moments, <laughs> like that's right. And then what does she do? I'm gonna take him to the party. I'm gonna introduce him to my freaking dad. Yeah. It, this is it's just it's sending such a bad message. You know, if a yeah. guy wines and dines you, then you should just throw everything else out the window and like give yeah. in to him because he's presenting you with such this amazing opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, Ugh. and he introduces her as his girlfriend yeah. to the photographer, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Oh my god!" Yep. Like, and Google doesn't lie. There are no other photos of women. <laughs> like- <laughs> Again, how bar? How low can you set the bar that yeah. he's never allowed a photographer? He's you know supposedly famous. He's never allowed a photographer to take a picture with an yeah. with a woman. But he's when she just- made a list of things when she made a list of things she's like you know my future boyfriend i would feel so emotionally supported if he took pictures with me <laughs> like is this a part of the book no oh i'm just saying <laughs> that's not something that people like right, he's need. being possessive he's being yeah. possessive and that's not even like that's not even an emotionally supportive thing like that's not something that a relationship is built on but to no. him being a public figure, he's putting, yeah. you know, he's, uh, what do you call it? He's making his mark or he's setting his he's, territory by doing yeah, it. Yeah. So it's much more about him. There is no such thing as boundaries for these two people, because even though they've only known each other for a few days, he's mm-hmm. just happens to be at her college graduation. Okay. I understand. You said he was always the intended speaker. But then he is having conversations with her father, which I'm sorry, this is like many talks that you'd have with your partner about when you're going to do family member stuff. Yeah. They take photos together. He puts her in a photo that he knows is going to be in the paper. Mm. And then suddenly she's just swept off her feet because he shows up at the graduation party and so instead of going and hanging out with her dad she goes to his house or is it hers to have sex because it seems quite fancy but I don't, it's not his house but it was not hers 
I mean, maybe she oh, moved she. I think she moved. I think she moved during this time. Where, when did she have time to move? Yeah. Um, that was during the texting montage when she oh. sent him the uh, nice knowing you text. <laughs> okay, that she's now moved to a nice place. Oh, yeah, nice Seattle. They were all nice. Okay. Yeah. So then more transactional stuff. Um, and then they actually end up having beautiful sex, right? Yeah. And I think there's even a little bit of bondage involved, right? Like it's a I honestly can't even remember. (laughs) It was totally fine, but I have a feeling that it was not missionary style sex that they had. Was it like doggy or something? (laughs) Yeah, he like flips her over. (laughs) Yes, Uh, he does her doggy style. Doggy style. Well, it's not quite doggy style. Oh, it's like down like behind it's from behind so i think doggy style is when you're both on the bed you know and then this is more like she's been over and he's standing oh Uh, yeah yeah what is that that. uh like uh i just from behind (laughs) but that might might mean something else too um yeah like doing her from in the, oh, beyond, in the like, butt. No, yeah. it wasn't in the butt. But I no. oh, I don't think. I think that that was one of the I things I feel like we said. would know if was, <laughs> if a virgin was being done in yeah. the butt. Yes, I think that would be <laughs> the girl who's like, what's a butt plug? Is oh like my god. Casual yeah, anal. so can we just talk about that? I don't I cannot believe that we didn't mention this. Okay. First of all, but it's, Plug. Pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> like it's not like it. a you know like this is a shlemugalug. Like oh what's that? Like no. It's, what's a butt? butt plug? Where does it go oh in the God. butt? What does it do? It plugs it. <laughs> I'm going to college in downtown Seattle, and I have no idea. Oh, and then also doesn't he say? <laughs> vaginal clips ew ow i don't okay, i'm even sorry know, i know but... I, I i i mean i've been around some of this stuff Long vaginal thing. clips no no this is not yeah. just okay you got butt plugs and then... she just did a quick google search and put the scariest sounding things <laughs> on the contract <laughs> when she was writing the book <laughs> yeah because no all right yeah. so they have sex and from behind <laughs> from behind Standing. whether or not you consider that to be missionary uh, I, I don't personally I yeah you know, uh I, I'm not sure what you call that but he they have sex from behind bent, bent and over then, sex there has to be a name tell us what the name is we need to know I mean we could perform a number of google searches <laughs> figure that out I'm just I don't scared. know if I'm up for it exactly <laughs> I just right. like my computer and well maybe okay so what would we name it it would be something like perhaps giraffe sex it'd be giraffe style because yes. you know doggy style you're on your knees bent over mm-hmm. uh, giraffe yeah. style you're standing so you're quite a bit taller than when you're a <laughs> dog Draft style. Do me draft style. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. I don't know. What would you call it? 
But I think we could call it the secretary because they're over oh, a desk. Over a de- oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's way sexier. Than Do me secretary <laughs> Mine is like, I just draft. got out of kindergarten. <laughs> Do me draft style. I'd, oh rather, I'd rather be done. Yeah, do me secretary. Do the yeah, secretary. secretary is much yeah. sexier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's what they do. And it's a, yeah. a it's a experience for her. And then he bounces. Yeah. Right? Do you remember this, Claire? Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I have to work. I have work stuff. All of the a one time he so, works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> The one time he has a work thing is when it's her college graduation and he's yeah. just fucked her secretary style. All right. Yeah. So one thing I really wanted to point out, because I think that this movie is meant to portray the BDSM lifestyle and it is not a good representation of that. Yeah. And anyone listening who thinks that people who are into this are kinky and crazy there is a very big thing of this culture and that is called aftercare. <laughs> and that means that when you have a sexual experience with someone mm-hmm. and it pushes their boundaries that you touch in with them about what they need afterward. You do not just bail on them the way that he does. This is a horrible representation about this lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just like Googled whether the author actually had experience in BDSM and the BDSM community is like, this is bad. We don't like how this is represented. You would never do that. Yeah. Um, I'm just like scanning through. Completely alone. Yeah. This is not good sex stuff and it's definitely not good kink stuff and this is nothing what especially the fact that he's trying to get her into this contract if he was yeah. to get her into a contract he would take time to check in with her afterwards yeah and, and also like, like a work thing that i never told you about yeah and she's uh, just she's a virgin yeah and this also like it, it is and you know that's the whole thing with contracts is they usually contain a little section that says hey i wasn't pressured into signing this she's totally getting pressured into mm-hmm. signing it um yep yeah. he's saying he's gonna take all of this stuff away from her yeah. including i think that this is part of this scene that he leaves and he mentions something about the fact that she hasn't still signed right yeah he's like well i can't say because you haven't signed and what that is is forming a trauma bond Mm -hmm. where sometimes it's really good and sometimes it's really bad and that literally does crazy things to our brains and Mm -hmm. makes it addictive because you're chasing that high of when things are good and the high Mm -hmm. of when things are good seems so much better than it actually is because you have it contrasted with these terrible terrible moments like being left alone on your floor after being fucked for like the third time in your life by someone you're supposed to trust it's really gross it's really bad i really and yeah and she would i mean she'd be completely within her human rights to walk away from it when someone makes you feel this sad and alone even if he was the first guy to fuck you yeah but you know supposedly he's so rich and gorgeous that she's not able to walk away yeah (sighs) weird and also that um 
all along she's just saying i want to take things one step at a time i'm not ready for this i've never uh-huh. done this before i have no idea what you're talking about as far as contracts and being your sex slave goes can you just like chill out for a week a and week he is not letting her take it at her own pace at all nope not cool all right so where do we get to the point that he is tying her hair in a braid and she's back at his place and he's gonna uh tell her part of oh this is the thing so he's gonna tell her part of the sob story about the fact that his mom was okay this also made me mad his mom was an alcoholic and a prostitute you know, like we just have to yeah. throw these, you know, cliche tropes on this horrible mom. Yeah. You know, like she's a prostitute. He doesn't say anything about the way that he was cared for, just that she was a prostitute. Yeah. In like, the book, hello, they, she had kids. Maybe yeah. she was trying to provide. Uh, yeah. In the book, they they spell it out. Um, and it's quite a bit worse than she was an alcoholic <laughs> and a prostitute. Mm-hmm. um but I the mean, fact maybe... that they're using like yeah i don't even know if we can put this on like the fact that they're using like the foster care system and like actual things that happen to yeah. kids to create some type of fetish situation where he has to do this to women he loves yeah it, it's just it's bothers me it really bothers me it's so yeah i mean it's, this is i'm i come yeah, I'm, I'm not really a foster bad. child but my family fostered people and like this is real stuff that happens to kids yeah and And it doesn't mean that you're gonna turn into uh, like a monster this is not any type of romantic situation no (laughs) that you can turn around and use yeah and also he tells her while she's asleep yeah of course (laughs) just yeah so i don't even know i was i actually wasn't sure how to even process that like he's yeah. trusting her, but not really, because she's so passive that she's sleeping. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I don't know. I, I honestly, I think that scene was like a plot device so that she could reveal what had happened to him without revealing it to Anastasia. So that like, she couldn't even have the choice to walk yeah. away after hearing it because she didn't yeah. actually hear it. But yeah. he's opening up to her, but not yeah. really. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll probably, I'll cut out like the explanation of what we, what was in the book. Um, You're very good at that. You're very good at that. But really, I mean, I have five, like my one, my youngest brother is from the foster system and this really bothered me that they decided to throw this in there. Yeah. No, I don't think the author was in any way like capable of actually tackling the subject matter that she took on clearly not and it's fine i'm not gonna get too upset it's just it's a gross thing to put as like a way to throw to like carry the plot along yeah Uh uh-huh yeah and especially what's gonna come later so he tells her his backstory um and these were things that happened to him before he was four yeah which is totally fine like you can be completely traumatized by things before you're four yeah um, but she's asleep the whole time. Doesn't remember a thing. And then the next scene is the family dinner scene. 
where all of the sudden blonde flatmate is back with later's boy or later later's later's babes (laughs) okay and then we get introduced to the sister for the first time and it's just happy wasp land Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah Oh, and uh, cue Christian ruining a happy moment. Right. Okay. So flatmate makes a very innocent comment about the fact that Anna is going to visit her mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Christian <laughs> freaks the freaks fuck the out. fuck out. Yeah, carries her off like <laughs> a like barbarian. <laughs> Okay, so I was thinking, so is she, has she decided to go to school, like post-grad in Georgia? or No, she wanted to visit her mom for a couple days. Oh my God. I was thinking, did I miss something? No, no, it's just total possessiveness, total, total distancing her from her family. And he's like, oh, no, you can't do that. And it's like, dude, like yesterday we were still talking about the fact that the contract hasn't been signed and that like this might not even be happening and we might not even be talking like, oh, so she made plans to visit her mom. Yep. During that time. And after graduation for two days. And this whole thing came about because did you remember that they made such a big point of saying that Christian was was her boyfriend so now that she's got the title or he's got the title as of like yesterday right (laughs) i mean yeah i guess she could have probably mentioned it if he was in fact her boyfriend this is something that you would tell yeah but he drags her off and just like completely you know gets in her face and tells her that she's horrible yeah he's like what the fuck man (laughs) She's like, and what then, the fuck? <laughs> but so I think it'd be funnier. Trying, what's up? <laughs> they're trying to make this point, though, of the fact that she's kind of playing games with him, right? They, uh, I think, is where, where do you say that? Because if it was her boyfriend, she would have mentioned it. And then when he gets angry, she's kind of like, oh, what, me? Like they're normalizing this lack of communication. Yeah. I mean, not that she's a fault, but they're saying that if yeah. you're in a committed, you know, passionate, infatuated uh, relationship that you wouldn't mention something like like this. Yeah, exactly. It's I mean, just kind of it's a strange thing to leave out. Like the last time they had a full conversation was at that graduation ceremony. <laughs> like it was like literally before that it was like several weeks of like texting montage and it seemed like she wasn't texting him other than those texts, you know? Nice to um, meet you. Yeah. yeah. Like, how did he even nice know that? knowing you. So he knew she was graduating because that's how they met. Yeah. Oh, okay. But and they then had- it was on stage that she was like, okay, I'll sign <gasps> Right. It. So that was weird. We didn't talk about this weird yeah. on stage thing where yeah. he, he actually hands her the diploma, right? Or just shakes yeah. her hand. Shakes her hand or something. Yeah. And then he says, are you going to sign it? Yeah. Like, okay, so why is Christian so concerned about her signing it if he's gonna go ahead and fuck her and have anyways and, anyways, and go into this weird relationship stalking thing, even though she hasn't consented to any of it? Mm-hmm. I mean, control winning. Well, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like I don't understand why he's so obsessed with the contract. 
Yeah. Which I guess in the end, he um, lets go. So she gets on the plane to Georgia. And what do you know? She's been upgraded to first class. (laughs) And did you think that he was going to come and sit down next to her? Yeah, I would. But what's with the empty seats? Did he buy that seat as well? I don't probably he's super possessive you wouldn't want her having like a conversation with someone next to her no I guess not like what could possibly happen mm-hmm. and then they have a talk okay so this is a big part of this uh next half hour of this film so he really really oddly tells her that uh-huh. he's having dinner with a friend yeah and it's she Mrs. automatically assumes that it's mrs robinson i mean because he doesn't really have friends like about his brother and taylor and (laughs) i mean taylor's his employee but then for the first i understand that but yeah (laughs) okay so she then now they're normalizing jealousy Mm -hmm. because he's pissed at her for going to georgia to see his her mom She's yeah. pissed at him for having dinner with a friend. She expressed no concern about this friend previously. And this is the other thing about agreements and relationships. She never said, I don't want you to see this person. But now yeah. she's just all of a sudden jealous, like pissed off jealous. And she even says she's a child abuser. Yeah. And I Where think that's really before? what, well, yeah i mean she didn't have this reaction when he first told her about the mrs robinson figure Uh um but yeah i think it's like more that um more just upset that he can continue to have a relationship with someone who like did bad things to him well okay yeah i get i get that but it was just like people, yeah. grown-ups need to talk about these things and he even said yeah. earlier that they, i think that they were still in touch yeah and she just she gets all crazy too and like won't answer his calls and just like doesn't want to eat because she's so um you know concerned about what he's up to yeah it's not good you gotta t- conversation goes two ways mm-hmm. and what yeah. does he do shows up in fucking georgia yeah and this scene, I mean, we mentioned it earlier, but like she's clearly very uncomfortable and upset by the fact that he's there. I mean, she was like, like At first, leaning away from him and being like, what? Why are you here? Mm-hmm. And her mom's like, oh, this is like your great boyfriend. <laughs> Why do you seem so scared of him? Except she didn't do that. She no. was just like oh yeah he's fucking hot i would i would do that too and mm-hmm. then she's like oh let me give you some time alone together because clearly he needs some uh i need to like act out the fact that he is achieving his goal of separating you from me right yeah and he i mean the whole thing this is not what we want to teach people is okay he is stalking her i mean what is yeah. the text message that he said he sends what another mimosa or another yeah word? cosmo what another cosmo and she does she acts completely freaked out and her mom instead of being concerned just kind of welcomes it which is just gross 
Yeah, but I mean, like, point out too, like, we noticed that the mom didn't have, like, the best current relationship. Like, the guy was just complaining about her soup and stuff. (laughs) By the way, that is not gazpacho. (laughs) The the soup that they're eating is just tomato soup. Gazpacho is a raw, cold, like, actually looks like you're eating salsa. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> all right so we'll move along anyway so <laughs> christian sweeps her off into the airplane she doesn't have any uh problems with it and of course then she gets swept literally off her feet off into the air oh my and god then again he bails yeah so skipping along just a little bit okay of course she goes back to the airport gets on the plane and girl, she was in Georgia for like a day and a half. Yeah. She, he couldn't even just, he couldn't even wait. He had to go and ruin it. I know. He totally did. So yeah. then she gets to the airport. And of course, Taylor is there to pick her up. And the next thing Good that I have Taylor. in my notes is that she is in the back of the limo or whatever it is. And, you know, already within a week, you know, the two of them have this great understanding about both of their places inside this crazy man's world. And Anna says to Taylor, how does he seem today, Taylor? You know, and like Mm. they're making like a baby out of this douche graze, (laughs) you know, like he's a a child. How does he seem today? You know, like let's all put our kid gloves on. Is he colicking at all? Exactly. How does he seem today? How did they get to the point where he's He's so emotionally volatile? It's just stupid. And, And also, you know, like he's not responsible for his actions, you know, like we all need to tiptoe around him. We all need to make him happy. Um, And he says, oh, you know, like he's having a hard time, whatever. So then she goes back to his house again. So do they just move in together? I don't know. So why is she going from Georgia to his house? Um, Because she signed the contract and now she's required. Oh, well, she said she was going to sign the contract. (laughs) Maybe she just likes it over there, right? Yeah. It's so wonderful. Yeah, but the um, I think the agreement that the contract would have been would be that she spent Friday through Sunday there. (laughs) Okay, so then she gets there and he's moody and screaming at someone on the cell phone and Uh acting out. And she says then, you know, like now again, she's having second thoughts or third or fourth or fifth thoughts. Mm -hmm. And she says, why do you have to have this? Why is this so important to you? Like, why won't you let me touch you? Why can't we just like have sex like normal people? Why can't we go for brunch? And he says, if I told you, you'd never look at me the same again. Yeah. I mean, so here's the thing. Um, Like, if you have a requirement and you feel loved by being able to touch your partner, that is a good enough reason to be like, you're a great person and everything, but it's not going to work out because I need to be able to have cuddles. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think people are sometimes scared to make like relationship choices based on these like they seem like little things yeah but they're really important to you you know right Mm -hmm. 
Um, and you are going to be dissatisfied long-term if you like sacrifice these little things that make you feel so good. Um, you know, and he people... can't tell her anything. He, he can't won't tell her, her anything. Give him a hug. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when we get the, that great line they had in that, um, that trailer <laughs> spoof that you sent me. It was so good. What the hell is up with this? idiotic line that i'm sure yeah. was not in the book right it was i think it was <laughs> yeah no the I lines am... in the book are way worse oh so i also yeah. came across a youtube video about the lines in the book all yeah. right so christian says i am 50 shades of fuck, fuck up. up yeah like who <laughs> even says that <laughs> No one. Also, what does it mean? He's just all over fucked up from white to up. black. So lots of <laughs> lots of things. A whole and again, monochromatic he's rainbow. Quote, fucked up as an excuse to be a douche. Yeah. Theme right there. Being fucked up is not an excuse to be a douche. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, there's like that whole like hurt people hurt people. Thing. Yeah, but it doesn't Wait, I mean, mean it's okay. Well, and it doesn't mean that Anna needs to get in bed with it, which she yeah. does because I guess he seduced her. What supposedly with his money and charm? Because the next thing in the notes is she has a savior complex. Per- possibly, have it. I don't. Well, I don't know because. All throughout the movie, I, I mean, she, they never present it as, like, she's going to save him or fix him. She's just, like, mm-hmm. going along for the ride. Yeah. Really? She never says that she's going to even help him in any yeah. way, ever. Yeah. True. And then she says that... This was hilarious when I researched it. Um, she tells Christian, I've fallen in love with you. Uh-huh. One of the videos that I watched last night uh-huh. showed a clip of her saying this, and then they cut to him going, How <laughs> I fall <gasps> in love with you. Yeah. Like, when and how and why did this happen? Oh my god, how? the abuse worked. <laughs> I guess so, exactly. Like, this yeah. is so gross. It's crazy. So he then decides that he must show her what he's all about. And she also demands, you know, if you're not going to tell me what, like, the white and black of this is, if you're not going to tell me what I'm getting into, and uh, then I want you to show me. Show me the worst of it. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm stealing another thing from that that video. Truthful trailers, they were like, girl, you've been Googling this for like weeks and you don't know how bad it can get. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and she's like, yeah. show me the worst. And it's like, haven't you been Googling it? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, because you trust him so much after five days a week. Yeah. You're like, whatever. But I think what the movie was trying to drive home is that she was asking for it. And so it was consensual, even though the fucking contract was never signed. Yeah. And so he doesn't know what her limits are. And this yeah. is what makes me angry is, uh, you know, BDSM, like it can be an expansive experience for people, but it's all about agreements, like all along the way. 
Mm-hmm. How did he know what her limits were? How did she know how bad it can get? Yeah. What his worst was because they'd never talked about it. They never experienced it. And yeah. then he just expects her to bend over and take it. And <laughs> what? He just, like beats the shit out of her. Wait, I yeah. mean, I, I just, I yeah. don't know. There I was mean, I a think level. I, I felt like they actually, that scene was um, like, I don't know. I feel like the actor who played him did it pretty well because he showed yeah. that he was he like was doing it and enjoying it, but also <laughs> right. kind of hating it, but mostly mm-hmm. enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. And you could see like the relief in his face every time he hit her. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, that was finally like what I've been looking for. But mo- yeah. but for him, it wasn't him, about her at it all. Because he had no idea what how she was going to respond to it. Yeah, and then he Whereas, was shocked afterwards when she was like, "Right, don't touch me." Yeah. This would have been many conversations over months, or you know, he would have at least known that she was down with this before. Yeah, or just been it- like, "I'm going to hit you once and see how mm-hmm. you feel about it, and we can open it up to more." if you're down you know like well he did um you know safety board her on barter he did say it was going to be six times but you know and he's like what's your safe word Mm -hmm. and and you know she did want to know she wanted to have the information in order to make informed consent moving forward about what he meant by his worst yeah so i guess that she she got that yeah i mean it's so that like what i wrote on this scene was she finally saw someone for who they were even though they've been telling her who they are the whole time yeah yeah you know and it's kind of like he's like i'm fucked up i'm bad like i need control i'm a dominate not a dominatrix i'm a (laughs) why i guess i mean essentially um (laughs) that was not exactly the wrong word to use yeah exactly (laughs) it's not the wrong word but you know he's like he's telling her all this stuff she just didn't know what that translates into in the bedroom she thought it was like oh you gently tie me up and have sex to me while i'm tied up right she didn't realize that it's like for him all of those words of him trying to be honest and telling her what she's getting into and being like, I'm a bad guy. I mean, how do you usually onboard people into this life? You like, probably you have- meet them. Yeah. I, I do have some experience, but I don't really want to bring that into this because it's not no. like relevant, but you would yeah. meet someone in the context of them being into this. And so yeah. because you knew But how someone- do you if you don't know you're into it and you're like, I kind of want to try it, but I'm like not yeah. sure if it's gonna be my thing. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Like- so you'd have many, many conversations about it. And then you'd have what you would call like uh I think scenes where you would like try certain things out. And then you would have the aftercare where you would communicate about how each person felt after and then uh-huh. plan the next thing okay it's yeah. all consensual all the way yeah. across and tons of communication it's mm-hmm. not you know like one person being in charge in fact yeah. a lot of people say that the submissive has more power than the dumb yeah 
Mm, that's true that 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 does make a lot of sense yeah because it's about like the fantasy of being in control yeah like actually controlling someone Mm -hmm. who doesn't want to be there and it can it's can be really sexy and like i said really like transformative and expansive for people but it's not you know i'm going to like target this person and get them to become my slave who has nothing like yeah no idea about the culture and no intent to be submissive yeah it's, and this, no this how it works. like separate her from her support system don't right. like offer like any you know because that's the thing with the bdsm community is it's a community it's not just like mm-hmm. one person preying on someone outside of the oh, community right. who has no resources mm-hmm. to like understand mm-hmm. what's happening mm-hmm. and like you know yeah he takes her car he takes her car he tells her what to eat like this this is not how it works and this, and i think that's why a lot of people had like took exception to it because um these things can be really sec- really sexy and exciting and this just i, I think this kind of put a cloud on the whole on the whole lifestyle and yeah. also it just tells women that you know you don't need to be anything but virtuous and someone might come a you know, upon you and, you know, give you everything and you don't even need to talk to him and your needs are not relevant. Yeah. It's trade off. (sighs) Yeah. Right. And like, what is with this fantasy of this rich dude just showing up and being a douche and buying you everything? Yeah. Yeah. As an independent woman, I'm, I'm not into it. And also, also as someone who enjoys having someone show generosity, Christian Grey makes it look like every time that he does something for her, it's with manipulation and it's yeah. with this underlying intention of seducing her into doing something gross. Yeah. Whereas, you know, I think a lot of men when they're courting someone just want to do something generous because they like the woman. And I think that that's yeah. actually like completely yeah. valid. And this just pollutes the whole thing. Yeah. And the like, did he ever give her anything when he didn't expect something gross in return? Yeah, exactly. Like the one time he showed up for something important in her life, he was already supposed to be there for another reason. It wasn't. And hadn't he already sold her car by then? Yeah. Sold her car. Sold her car. Like it was a car she'd have had for ages. I'm sorry, but I would love to have a vintage bug. If I had a vintage bug, I would be so pissed. And you took it from me? I would (laughs) I would lose my shit. What the hell is that? I would actually lose my shit. And she's just like, oh shucks. That that that's weird. She's like, and can this I just is have too much? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, and then he puts it back on her. No, you, know, you like, fucking buy you it back. I don't care how this. much it costs. Give it back to me. Yeah. Like, you've got resources. You could buy back the 5000 of that bug. <laughs> <laughs> and also, he's I've so rich. Why bugs. did he? It was not 5000 <laughs> But it doesn't even matter. He didn't even ask her. Yeah. And why? It's because he's going to fuck her and give her plane rides and whatever first class. i mean i think most people are going to be in agreement with us here okay. like i'm well, hoping thanks i for think listening. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think it's we're we're like there were a few moments where we're like we're like okay let's compare this to something that could possibly happen in a normal situation where it's not well, giving off like, i don't want to get into this vibes 
Yeah, I mean, well, I don't want to get into this, but I, I did find this film a little triggering because my abuser oh, no. was wealthy and he was all about showering me with things, but with like this weird stuff afterwards. And I can guarantee like this does kind of happen in real life and that women um, can get really wrapped up in it quite easily. Yeah. And just feel like if someone, and it, you know, we think about relationships as there's this give and take, you know? Mm -hmm. And so if someone's willing to do something for you, then you should be willing to do something in return. And, you know, it's transactional and it's not real and it can get abusive really, really quickly. So yeah, I'm sure that people would agree with us and, but it's not fake. <laughs> you know, people find themselves wrapped up in these situations oh, every yeah. single day. Yeah, and, totally. and men, I'm sure women as well. I can't think of anything, but <laughs> men do use this type of control over, over people that they want to be in relationships with yeah. all, all the time. And yeah. then people are just supposed to bow down and be thankful for it and yeah. think that it's romantic. Yeah, I guess it know. depends on the intentions behind it. You know, I give, I love to give gifts. <laughs> and, you know, I never expect that I'm going to get anything exactly. out of it. But yeah. as someone who's abusive, who, oh, they're, um, yeah, yeah. If someone has an agenda. Yeah. But women Oof. are really brought up, especially in religious communities, to think, you know, like a man has to prove himself to you. And he might do it in these, you know, like really overt, obvious ways where the, the intention behind it is nothing loving. It's just, you know, controlling power trip. Boom. All right. Well, Boom. thank you everyone for listening <laughs> to our rambling. We hope that was good. And, oh, and thank you, Claire, for staying on an extra hour. <laughs> and we hope that you like um, what we thought about Fifty Shades of Grey. What did you think about Fifty Shades of Grey? Uh, what film would you like us to analyze? Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think of Claire and I getting tipsy and talking shit? <laughs> <laughs> tipsy and talking shit. Yeah. And should we should we sign off with the only quote we can sign off with? Yeah. So <laughs> later, Laters, babes. We love you. Thanks for listening to X Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you like this episode, Tag us on your Instagram story so we can connect with you. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at Claire Lofthouse. And me, Janice, on Instagram at Janice Formicella. If you'd like to join our online community, find us on Facebook at Breakups, Broken Hearts, and Moving On.